This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. We're hell-bent on being a champion. Could they win the division the way they're constituted right now? Absolutely. Sure they can. Could they win the American League? Absolutely. Do I believe that? No. We understand very well that last year was not anything anyone in this organization wants. The Yankees, I don't care if Judge hits 60 home runs. I don't care if Soto wins a batting title. I don't care if Stanton hits 40 home runs. The pitching staff falls apart like it did last year. This team is not going to get the and I think we have a chance to be a really special team. we got to go show the world that we're as good as we think we can be. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN. Would you not say the conversation that happens during the breaks is wild at this station? Like nothing you've ever seen before. There's a lot of variety. It's all encompassing. Um, I wish we could take it on the air, but... I don't think it would be appropriate. No, this one you can't. Because I think the person that it happened to... Well, here's what we could could say, though, because there was multiple topics that were brought up. This breakfast slash lunch or whatever has now taken on a life of itself. Yeah. RJ. And this uh, is like a, 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 a gathering. It's RJ. Not a, yeah. Uh, remember the, the, the big get together for Raymond's birthday? Yes. So right now we have the four of us Thursday. We're trying to wrangle John in as well. Yeah. Troy might wind up. Troy runs promotions. Right. He might wind up there. You know that if there's, if there's food happening, there's a good chance Brownshire is going to be there. Right. That could be seven. Told Anthony. Anthony. K show producer. It's a party. Could be eight. Is that too many people? Let me ask. No. Let me ask you this, though. Last time, what, eight people? Seven? How many for Raymond's birthday? Raymond's birthday, was it was the four of us. Browncher. J- John, Browncher, Debbie. Debbie, so seven. Right. Let me ask you this. I'm not picking up the tab again. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> nope. Did you pick it up the last time? I did. And How much? Maturity. $170. That's not bad. Oh, it wasn't horrendous, but, I'm, but why would I have to pick it up again? No, I don't blame you. It's not a big deal for one such as you. You're fine. Well, you don't, you get out of my pockets. I was very generous. And I Rick, appreciate Rick made that like half-assed effort to try to get the check. He did like the reach like the... Uh. No, no, no. Like, like, I was like, can you bring me the bill, please? And then after he knew that I asked for the bill, he's like, I'll, I'll take the bill. I was like, no, I already got it. Oh, so it was kind of like a, like you said. It's already been determined yeah, who's and, paying. And, and he yeah. said, oh, I'll take it. And I, exactly. Yeah. It was very Nice effort. Weak. Daylight dollar short. No, but yeah, this thing is, the roster is expanding by leaps and bounds. How do you think we're going to break down the finances of this, though? Somebody, John Div- asked that question. Divide it by eight? It's funny how John answered or asked that question, but you could tell that he really is not somebody that wants to necessarily find an active solution. At least well, participate in the solution. He doesn't want to pay. Right. I'm going to have some role in this because I was the one that got this thing off the ground. It was my suggestion. Well, I'm going to have a role also, but I don't think I should take the entire role. You want to split it? So we're looking at eight people. But we got to see. Here's the thing: got to draw the line at some point. Well, why am why am I always responsible for every meal now? I don't want to be responsible. But you don't for have every to do. Meal. When we went out the last, at least the last one that you and I were a part of, like we just all paid. I think on our own, right? We think, dug into our pockets and did that. So let's, let's, there's gonna be eight people. So we're looking at 160 bucks. 
Depends bucks, on depends on what we're gonna have. I, I don't even person. know this place. So I've seen the gonna, menu. We're gonna tip another. I don't know forty dollars, right? So you look at two hundred bucks. So I gotta pay a hundred dollars for like egg whites and, and a piece of toast. Is that what you're gonna have? Probably. How are the pancakes? I had never had them there. Did you see anybody that had them? Ah, uh, yes. I believe John got the pancakes. Is John, is John still there? Yeah, John's right there. I can't see. I'm up <laughs> against the wall. John, go to a microphone. No, don't pancakes him, good? Don't bring them on air. Do you get plain pancakes? Last or do you get, like, time we went out, ones? you got two breakfasts. <laughs> he got two. Two. That got us two other free breakfasts. <laughs> Wait, John got two breakfasts? He ordered a bacon, egg, and cheese, and additionally an order of pancakes. He was filled with so much regret. He had to add the At the, the place? Yes. What are you, a hobbit? No. And I guess who picked up the tab? Me. And he knew. John, that's, why do you- that's the upsetting thing. He knew. And he was drinking. What was he, he drinking? He got a, 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 a mimosa. mimosa? Yeah. And a vodka gimlet. First of all, I wasn't drinking. Second of all... <laughs> Why the two breakfasts? So I had to get back for a meeting, which then got canceled as I left the building. So I went back for breakfast. But at that point, I lamented getting the bacon, egg, and cheese to go instead of the chocolate chip pancakes, which I wanted. So Rick, because he's a gentleman, said, get the chocolate chip pancakes. You want That's them. why I just so, asked him. He got the chocolate chip. They weren't plain pancakes. He got no, chocolate, chocolate chips. chips. So yeah, Rick chocolate ordered chip the chocolate chip pancakes for me. Now, I didn't know at the time that Rick wasn't going to be paying. Right. It was very easy for Rick to be ordering willy-nilly. Oh, get him this, get him that. Now, did the bacon, egg, and cheese travel well back to the office? He ate it. I never made it back to the office because as I I exited the restaurant, I got the notification the meeting was was canceled. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to He got up. He left. 90 seconds later, he walks (laughs) into the restaurant. Bacon, egg, and cheese. He sits down. Bacon, egg, and cheese, and the pancakes. So the pancakes are good, you're saying. So I wouldn't go wrong there. I would probably redo that because I didn't love that the bacon, egg, and cheese was on a brioche bun. (laughs) (laughs) What what did you want it on? Toast? Uh, Kaiser roll. And to make matters worse, he didn't even finish the pancakes. Well, it's too much. So I I bought in this plate of, of... Beautiful pancakes. I'm and sure he, they went to good use somewhere. What are you, five? You didn't finish your breakfast? It was like three or four pancakes. Oh, it was too much. Pathetic. It was a normal order. Not a sh- you should have got a short stack. But I already ate a breakfast sandwich. How much? So you should have got a short stack, too. I don't think that was, This is not IHOP. Uh, you know. They have those at diners. You, you know what? If you, if you really think about it, John should pay for my breakfast tomorrow. Thursday. Right, Thursday. No, no. I ordered the chocolate chip pancakes under false pretense. Rick made me believe he was paying for them. And if he pays for them, I don't feel like I owe Rick. Right, because Rick has millions and if millions I knew of dollars. If you were ordering it, I would have felt like, no, Dave's going to make me pay it back sometime. I'm so. not, no, no. Maybe well, this time. Know. We'll, yes, maybe it would be gentlemanly when we go out Thursday for you to say, you know what, Dave, I got you. And by the way, Brownshire is not around, so. Wait, he's wait, off this did week? Did something happen to Mike? No, he's, it's, it's a popular getaway week. Oh. So now we're down to seven. The whole world is off this week except us. Well, because Apparently. we're hardworking. That's right. Very hardworking. All right, you want to get back to the Yankees? You want to talk about breakfasts? You know what I had on Saturday? That got us two other free breakfasts. Filet mignon sandwich, but it was it was ground filet, so you oh. wouldn't know the difference. It was almost like a burger. Sharp cheddar, tremendous. That sounds nice. Thick cut bacon, uh-huh. but it, it, they say I don't like thick bacon. No, listen, I don't like it. On the you're menu, not going to convince me. I don't like thick can bacon. Can I explain? Sure. I don't like it either. But it said thick cut. It wasn't thick cut. It was amazing. I need a lean, crispy piece of bacon. That's what it was. Really? Despite the menu saying thick cut, it was so a sensational, so the menu is a sensational delicacy. Um, loved it. Wish I had it right now. Bellinger is trending on Twitter, but I don't have any. Yeah, because the because um, the Cubs said that yeah we'd love to sign him or whatever, but there's not even negotiations yet. I think uh, the owner said that uh, was it Ricketts. Ricketts. That's not a great name. Tom Ricketts. Ricketts. Yeah, but it means you got millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, he does have a lot. Billions of, of dollars. Let's get back to the Yankees and their and their team and their calls and all of it. One hundred nine one nine three seven. Oh wait a sec, I got the trade. You want the, the Tannenbaum trade? Do you want to hear all that stuff that they're giving up? Uh yes. Oh my God. So the Giants are you giving up. You get the up. first pick. 
Okay. So I get I get the top overall number pick. Number one pick. Here's what here's what the Giants are going up. All right. They're first, of course. So six, six. Right. Right. Their second round pick. One of the two. Right. The, the Giants second round pick. So thirty nine. Okay. Giants first round pick next year. Understandable. Second round pick next year. E. Tambien, Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> so, I mean, can we get him on again? When is he off the air? It's like so, we thought we thought that he learned the lesson. So he's got them. Tri- I mean, yeah. Thibodeau's a, a first round pick. Right. A t- a, a, he's a good player. The fifth overall pick. He's is a good player. So that's one. <laughs> this year's two. Next year's three. And two twos. God, that's a lot to give up. All right, let's get to these Yankees calls. Let's go to uh, Subi in Midtown. Hi, Subi. Hey, guys, two quick points. I want Anthony Volpe to be like a Dustin Pedroia type that he was with the Red Sox, you know, a slash line of like 20, 75, 30 steals, 295 batting average. I don't know if you guys think that's, you know, a fair comparison. Not now. I mean, maybe, right, maybe when you get towards the prime of his career, the guy's not going to hit 295 this season. That's what I want because you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's great up. to want it. It's not going to happen this year. It's, vi- it's in- is- incredibly unrealistic to think you're going to get 295 batting average from uh, from Volpe this year. Okay. Second point is is that why don't you guys just get another guy for this uh, breakfast brunch? You know, get like someone from the callers to join you guys, and you guys pick up the tab. You know, just one special guest uh, for this special he brunch. Wants, he, w- he wants to go to the breakfast. Well, we'll see, but like you know, anyone can join, but just a special, special. But Subi, what would be so to... special about the breakfast? I mean, it's pancakes or and plus we're, now we're going to be that's... hanging out with someone we don't even know who they are. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to Columbus Circle or you know the Smith or something somewhere nice. Uh, I believe the guys have gone to the Smith at, at some point, and, and that's when they to tried to give us vodka at eleven a.m. <laughs> Why is that such a bad thing? It says a lot. It really says a lot. So, like, oh yeah, remember that, Ray? Offered numerous rounds oh, was, of vodka. It was obnoxious to the point where if we were like adolescents, we were reporter to try to get like these. Uh, so, do you drunk. think there's a chance that yeah. if I was at that big breakfast, I would have said we are not interested in vodka? Stop. Yeah, that's what we did. We got up and left. You left. We left. We got there. They don't serve lunch until about I think it was eleven. We strolled in probably somewhere in the ten forty to ten forty five range. And they wouldn't. She came over and we're looking at the breakfast. And I'm flipping over the menu. I'm like, where, where's the lunch? And then was, they're not serving lunch. And she's like, No, that doesn't start till eleven. Sorry, but. I could get you a vodka. <laughs> and then five minutes later, she comes back. Oh, you sure you don't want a vodka? <laughs> we but maybe she's being playful like with you. Just like that. Just like that, right, She Ray? was being playful and uh, you guys didn't catch no, on to it. No, no. This was, this was like forcing public drunkenness. RJ. He's on the phone. Who's he on the phone with? A caller. A caller. Oh. He's screening a call. That's RJ his job. Screen, RJ screens calls. It's but right, that's exactly what happened pretty much, right? Ray just took a big <laughs> shot at you. Listen, what? He what goes, he, he screens calls as part of his job. <laughs> that's not a shot at me. It was meant at you. That's <laughs> no, a shot uh, at the community. Listen, listen a, lot of, a lot of times, then, with the voices and the stuff, is an exaggeration. I think that's an accurate description of what happened just It there. was very uncomfortable. You want to hear Juan Soto? Yeah, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard Juan Soto before. Here's sure. Juan Soto. Juan. Thoughts on this Yankees lineup right now. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. I mean, we have a great lineup. I think it's going to be unbelievable from the top to the bottom. It's going to be great players right there. And I think we're going to try our best to have fun as much as we can with it. You, you know what will be for fun? Is if you win baseball games. Was that the Egos one? I wasn't paying attention. No, the Egos oh. one was, was different. <laughs> I think Talking the, about breakfast. I mean, the Egos. You want to hear the Egos yeah, one? Yeah, of course. All right, let's hear Juan Soto talk about championship and Egos. 
I've just played team baseball. That's all that matters. Try to drive that that good vibe, thrust in each other's, and play good baseball. Then of the day, we gotta we gotta put our ego, uh, egos away, and we gotta play <laughs> as a team and try to do the little things when it matters. You know, that's what it takes you to the next level. The homers, the the doubles, the big hits, is, they're gonna come, but you gotta do the little things first to get to that spot. So he wants to put the egos away. Yeah, you don't want to leave them out. Then they're gonna be no good. Right, they're gonna not be frozen anymore. Can- Yes. Here's the thing about Soto. Let me ask you this question. Because I talked about this, maybe it was the Saturday show. So, Juan Soto, for those that haven't watched him like religiously throughout his career, which a lot of fans in this town haven't, right? I don't begrudge. But Juan Soto's like a sabermetrics darling. Because mm-hmm. he's a well, he's big... Like he's on base like he's, 47% right, the walks, of the time. The on base percentage. Right. But... Batting average is also something that maybe is a little bit lacking. Like last year, the year before, he hit two thirty for the Padres. You know what I mean? He hit two forty before that for the net. Like, so do you think, and I threw this out there, would the Yankee fan be satisfied if Juan Soto's, let's say, power numbers are only like 20 home runs, 70 RBIs, he bats 220-something. Do I think Yankee but his, fans but would his, lose their mind yeah. if he went 2075? Yeah. Yes. That, th- thank you. But the OPS and the on-base percentage no, is no, going to be no, through the roof. No, no, no. It's a possibility. That's all I'm saying. 120. And then you know what, what comparison I brought up? 20 and 75. Dude, right. But you know what? The rest of the so-called experts at baseball are going to tell you how great he is because his OPS is going to be like 900 well, that would with be the moronic. If, if, if this, he walks if 120 this, times but bats 225. If he gives you DJ LeMayhew numbers... Twenty home runs and seventy five RBIs. Saying, you, he, you, if, could, you could you could Jay Du Martinez can give you that right thank now. Thank you, but they're going to tell you how great he is because he walks one hundred and twenty times. That's my point. I know fans are going to go crazy. And what I brought up was remember how fans crucified Carlos Beltran in this town with his first season with the Mets, and he was two sixty six, sixteen and seventy eight, well, and thought a, he was a it, bust. It's a very unimpressive season. That's what I'm saying. Although back then, sixteen and seventy eight more impressive than. 20 and 75 would be now. But not off of what he was coming off of as that uh, no. postseason. And then, and then the next catastrophic. few years. He, and, and then he had the upgrade the next few years. But the if, difference was, Beltron, that was year one of a long-term deal. Okay? This, you don't know if you're getting Soto for a second year. Correct. That's my point. I get 2075. I'll tell you what. I get 2075. I don't know that I want him for a second year. I'm just, trust me. I, 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 I live gonna... this. I Give me his this. over-under. What do you think he's going to go? No, I think he's going to have a really, really good year. He's going to have a great year. And that, but, in that stadium, with that swing, he's not going to go 20 But my point is, is that in 2022, he batted 240. What's his on-base? His on-base was... Four. 40. Yeah, because he walked 135 times. So that's my point. If you're a Yankee fan, he was 242, 27, and 62, but he walked 135 times. Played 153 games. Is that good enough? He had 67 RBIs? 62 RBIs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, it'd be brutal. You'd run him out of town. But if you ask the so-called analytics people, they're going to say he's a top three player in baseball uh, this it, year. And he should be a finalist for the MVP oh, RJ, if he puts that up. RJ, he goes, how, how many home runs? 27. He goes 27 and 62. Batting you, 240. Batting 240. You would run him out of town. I know that. That's very underwhelming. But he, but, but he led the world in walks with 135. I care. I, I agree. See, we're speaking the same language. You don't even have to call it English. We're speaking the same language. Whatever baseball idiom you would like. 
But I know how the fans are going to react, and I know how the so-called sabermetrics crowd deals with this stuff. Ugh. They look at it differently. But yeah, I tell you what, Yankee fans wouldn't want him back. If right, and, and you want to pay this guy four hundred million dollars off of that? No. Let's let's quickly go to Joe in Brooklyn, then we'll get to stuff you missed. Hi, Joe. Hey, what's going on? Listen, I just want to get back to the whole Rick and Henrik uh, conversation. Right. I just want to say one thing. Okay, I love, I'm a big Ranger fan, so I don't want to be biased. Both great goalies, both very handsome. However, Rick is very pretty, and Henrik is very manly handsome. Like, basically, Rick is sort of like Zac Efron, and Henrik is like George Clooney. If you can, you know, if you want to compare. Yeah, but Zach Efron is a, is a good-looking guy. A very he's handsome a, he, guy. Yeah, much work I, he's, he's had done. Very, scary. Right, he's super handsome. But that's the thing. He's really pretty. Like, he's got a pretty face before the pesk surgery. He's really pretty. But when you think of Henry, you think of, like, this Robin Redford, George Clooney, like, manly. Both very good-looking, but one is pretty and one is handsome. Well, I you don't – I, I, listen, Rick, good-looking man. I, how about this now? I was at to lunch with a buddy of mine the other day, and he said, can I be honest with you? I said, always. He goes, Rick is really attractive. Very attractive. Where'd you have lunch? A uh, place up near me in Westchester. What type of food? Um, Like an American kind of food. Who paid? Uh, I paid. Okay. Very invasive line of questioning yeah, here. Yeah, no, it's I, unbelievable. They're innocent he's, questions. And he's, and he's, you know what the thing that sucks about him? He's is not on the totally witness stand. buried the lead. Like, why do you have to... Because I can play mind games with you, that's why. <laughs> You're not going to win mind games. You don't know what goes on in here. You don't know what no goes on knows. in here either. You don't no, know You that, don't know what happens in here. The, the problem is you don't know what happens in there either. Uh, no. You don't know when I'm going to lose my mind and go crazy or be content or kind or mean. or You don't know what's going to happen. I'm a loose cannon. All right, so back to the story. Go ahead. The fornication! That's, that's it. <laughs> that's the story. Is it my friend, who's a, a very well-known heterosexual male... Thinks Rick. Wait a sec. We know who he is, or just the whole world knows that he's a heterosexual. Well, I mean, he's married with with multiple children. Well, the way you said, like he's a very well known heterosexual man. <laughs> you walk down like the, the street, you mention this guy, and like, oh, heter- heterosexual. What's his Steve? first name? Yeah, Steve. Like, Scuba Steve, heterosexual Steve. No, his name's not Steve. I'm just using oh. that as an example. What's his first name? I'm not going to tell you that. Give me a code name. Um, Steve. Okay, Steve. <laughs> yes. like, oh, Steve, the heterosexual. Heterosexual How's he Steve doing? finds Rick to be yeah. very attractive. Very attractive. <laughs> do, do you concur? What's that? <laughs> do you concur? Ray said something. Did Ray say that on the air I or know. off the air? No, I said something in Dan's ear. What'd you say? I'm not sure I can say it on the air. Why not? He can't say it. Why? Because that's why it was meant to be said off the air. I can't say Get, Walk it. around but it. You know why? Walk around it. I'm going to tell you why he what? can't. Because I like Ray, and mm-hmm. I want Ray to be part of that breakfast on Thursday, and if he says it on the air, he's not going to be part of the breakfast he on Thursday. He can still come to the breakfast. That's true. He, he but just he won't be employed at the station. But he won't. You can, yeah. ask, you can ask me during the break. All right. Yeah. Uh, RJ? RJ! <laughs> yes, Dave. Hi. Hi. You ready? We are so... Wait, wait, wait. Time out. No, we don't I, have no, time. No, 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 no. You kill me every time I trample the clock. We are five minutes late for Sim. What the hell is happening? RJ, tell him we're not five minutes late. We're five minutes late. Yeah, we're like three or four. No, we're not. We're three not or four late. is what? five. Well, if you'd you shut up your the mouth for five. a second. Oh, no, no, no. It's not on me now. Oh, it's all on you. You dug that hole. You be quiet, you animal. RJ, please. No. See ya. The shit you missed. Oh, away we go. So the Nets have a new head coach. That will be Kevin Alley. NCAA champion Kevin That's Alley. right. Yeah. The University of Connecticut. Connecticut. Former New Jersey Net Kevin Alley. Yes. Player. Right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, UConn, 
men, number one team unanimously. They're so good. Well, they have the to be. They're so good. I mean, they're unbelievable. Houston is to Purdue. A Rutgers opponent later this week is three. Arizona four. Tennessee is five. Yeah. It's great, too. Connecticut's leading score is a Rutgers transfer, but that's neither here Spencer? Right yeah. Yeah, he's a good player. Yep. Speaking of number four Arizona. It's great when you transfer on like the 4th of July. You know, it's something to baby. You have, you have the top recruiting class in the country next season. Second. Behind Duke? Uh, them or Kansas? I can't remember. We'll be fine. Go ahead, RJ. I just got run over by both of you. Number four Arizona. Tommy Lloyd, their head coach, got a five-year extension yesterday. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Uh, UConn women. Gino Oriama passes Coach K on the all-time win list. UConn crushed Creighton. Oriama's got 1,203 wins, which is second only to, let's see if you remember, this is going back a uh, sim probably three weeks ago. Wait, what was the question? Pat Summit. No. Oh. Active coach. Oh, active coach. Women's side. Tara Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, from Schenectady. 1,209. Yeah, it's a New York ahead. community, by the way. Yeah, so Pat Riley and Tara Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. both from Schenectady. Rick Pitino had a day to think about his comments. <laughs> you know what he said about his team being slow and athletic? Uh, unathletic a day later. He he followed it up with the same. He said, I'm fine with what I said. What he what he said was horrendous. We didn't spend a ton of time on it yesterday. What he said, if my kid played for Rick Pitino and he's playing college basketball and he said that about him, I would tell him, you know what, transfer out of that program. No, I wouldn't look at it that way. Well, I would. I, but, but I agree with it. Look, everything that he said, he's the one to blame. You recruited these guys. He went basically into the transfer portal for every guy on that damn team. You brought them in. And nowadays in college basketball, you have to realize you might only have one year with this group, so you better work m- wonders and wave the magic wand. And you think the guys are in the locker room and their like, coach think? I mean, he he basically told you you suck, and there's really nothing you can do because you're slow and unathletic. It's an awful thing. No, to they're say. already pl- the ones that still have eligibility are probably plotting their next. I'm sure place they're going to be go. gone. Yeah, why? Well, seems like a nice place to play. Oh yeah, how the facilities? Facilities stink. I know. Coach is is. Lambasting everybody that can, you know, within the earshot is terrible. What I say yesterday, retention is the number one job of a college coach now to retain the roster you have. Yeah. Well, do you, does he want to retain this no, roster? Not this he doesn't group. even like this team anyway. No, not this group, but I'm just saying in most cases. I think that's also why you've seen a lot of head coaches, basketball and football, the big names. A million percent are. I mean, seen a lot of them. in a different school every other year. No, Imagine but, having to do that. Yeah, but you have to recruit, re recruit your own players. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, Jay Wright, Urban Meyer. Jim well, Harbaugh, Nick Saban. Urban Meyer for other reasons. Right. Jay Wright, Nick Saban, like you said, yeah. I think Saban, I think if Alabama had a little more money in their endowment, I think because Alabama doesn't have the kind of money like like Texas has. Like Texas spends big money in NIL. If Alabama had a little more money, I think Saban would stick around. Mm, he gets who he wants, though. Alabama gets who they want. Yeah, we'll but it's, it's a couple big guys competition. left Ohio State, though. It's big competition. Texas spends like a, like a, a pro team. In the Texas prints money. Yes. Um, speaking of Texas, Texas A&M Commerce. Are you familiar with them? Uh, it's a university, yes. They got into a huge brawl with <laughs> Incarnate Word. After uh, so, so Commerce beat them 76-72 in overtime. Going through the handshake line, huge rumble breaks out. Players, coaches, bloodied faces. There actually might be some injuries from this. There's got to be major suspensions from this. Who do you suspend? The whole team? Both of them? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know what? Forfeit a game or two. I've never seen anything like it. There was a, a, a everyone was involved in a, in a fight. And there was more coaches were involved word. in the fight. There were more people on the court than there were in the stands, too. I think that's right. I think that's right. I don't um, think they knew there was a game. Mike Conley 
Gets an extension with the T-Wolves. Two years, $21 million. Mike Conley went to where to school? Ohio, Ohio State. Nice. You guys are so good. Fa- Mike- this, uh, who's his father? Oh, Mike Conley. No, but what Mike Conley seen, what did he do? It was a long jumper. There you go. Yeah. Look at you. Uh, Mike Trout said he wants to stay with the Angels. Isn't looking for a trade right now. Probably so he can hang out more with his dedicated teammates that love baseball like Anthony Rendon. Cal Tucker and Alex Bregman opened a new deals to stay in Houston. Tucker eligible for free agency uh, 2025. Bregman is in the final year of his deal. Phillies say they hope to land a new long-term deal with Zach Wheeler. The Nationals are no longer for sale. Justin Fields no longer following the Bears on his Instagram. I saw that. Big news. Uh, Minnesota Wild scored six goals in under six minutes. Ten goals overall. Uh, they have a 10-7 win over the... Canucks. Yeah, take that. And this was pretty cool. Gary Thorne. Either of you guys see this? Uh, did he call his grandson's... Grandson's yeah. high school game in which his grandson scored. Julian got it up. Mahar. Mahar looking to center. It did. <laughs> score! Julian out in front. Goal number two of the game. And it's a go-ahead goal. Five to four. So that, question, can I ask you a question? Yeah. If it was his second goal of the game, didn't he call the first one also? No. No? Did he just take over the No, he was getting a hot dog during the first no, one. He missed right. it. By the uh, way, Gary Thorne, I, I know that like Doc... He's a Mets broadcaster. Right. And he was... Gary Thorne to me is, in a way, one of the most underrated... I agree with ...great agree. voices. I agree. And, and you know what? On his best day, on his best... Like, if he was an athlete, for example, like, on his best day... He goes toe-to-toe even with the great Doc when it comes to calling hockey. He's that good. How, how old do you think Gary Thorne is? 70-something. I'm going to look that up. You got another story, I thought RJ? you would have looked it up first before you asked the question. No, I, I did not. Oh, uh, yeah. You're, you're new here. You know, I, I ask and then I look. Uh, uh, Gary Thorne what, what, is 75. Where are you going? He's 75. 70, I was going to say yeah, 75. Very, very nice. A nice yes. bridge. Sales from Banger, Maine. Yeah, he's a man. That's right. He's a mm-hmm. Mainer. He's almost 76. It was a good guess by you. When's his birthday? Uh, June the 9th. You going to get him something? Uh, no. Okay. I don't know. Why not? I don't know. You didn't even know when his birthday was. No, yeah, you're, you're a bad no, friend. No, I do. And uh, William we'll Byron. We'll take him to breakfast. Uh, when's the Daytona 500? Who did? William Byron. Never heard of him. Two first names. Well, he won you the Daytona 500. And that's it. That's nice. Good job, RJ. He always does a good job. He really does. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I want to get back to this 10 of M trade in a couple of minutes, revisit what he thinks the Giants should give up to move up for um for the top overall pick in Caleb Williams. This real I mean, I heard this, I guess it was yesterday, and it bothered me to no extent then. I can't believe that a professional athlete, A, would think this, and B, so stupidly tone-deaf to say something like this. Here's Anthony Rendon, the oft-injured Anthony Rendon, who has 13 home runs in the last three years combined. Baseball, yeah, then I love it. That's never been a top priority for me. This is a job, so I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time <laughs> it is. So, so do you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have playing? answered your question. So why do you keep picking at it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you technically answered it. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm, well, first of all, what are you getting so upset about? You you made a, a statement which all of a sudden is is like the shot heard around the world and you're bothered because the guy wanted to follow up and, and ask another question or two? If he had to, if he didn't have $200 million in the bank, do you think that he would be saying these things? Like, for instance, if he Probably was still... Probably not. If he was still, you know, uh, in his arbitration years, for example, right? Prior if to he was going to be free agent next yeah. year? No. 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 Why, why would you possibly say, like, I assume... Now, faith is an individual thing, but I think saying faith is more important than baseball, fine. Family more important than baseball, fine. You don't need to... to articulate that i agree it feels so unnecessary is this is a job for me no nobody wants to hear it everyone thinks what you do is the greatest thing in the world and the biggest luxury that you get to play a kid's sport and make hundreds of millions of dollars and you're basically spitting in the face of everybody saying ah you know what this is a job for me i show up i do my job i go home if i can play great if i can't play great you don't want to be bothered by this rick Rick, who, who like gave up his body to be able to try and play this game. Here's Anthony Rendon. Eh, just a job for me. Rick said he'd give up every penny he has to have won the Stanley Cup. Anthony Rendon is the anti-Rick. And he's made a lot of money. He's made a fortune of money. And, that, and that's all that boils down to. Because you can't, like I said, you cannot tell me that if he was still chasing the big fish out there and that huge payday that he would be saying something like that, or at least publicly. Because especially going into free agency. Because what team would want to take a chance on a player who doesn't prioritize winning or playing the game and trying to help his team and that organization get to the top? Nobody's going to. But wh- here's my question to you, and maybe I just don't understand it. Why would you say that? Like, like, why, 
Why? Why would you say why? Like it's like you say. You know, he is because he's Peter in office space. He he doesn't care anymore. So he doesn't care. Doesn't care. So do you think he understands the magnitude of what he said? It doesn't care about it. When you don't care, you don't care. So you you don't even realize you're saying something which makes you look like an absolute. Well, you know what though? I do think it's it's somewhat calculated. He knew what he was saying because I told you last year he was ducking the media the entire. Like you know how many times throughout the season where I saw tweets and stuff from people who cover the Angels saying Anthony Rendon just appeared in the clubhouse. A reporter walked towards him and he. And he went behind the uh, the door where you know the media can't go. That was all year when he was injured. He didn't talk to anybody, so he knew exactly what he was going to say. And like he said, he doesn't enjoy it, but he has to. It's part of the job. But why would you say it? Because you don't care. But, but even if you don't, so he he just doesn't care what anybody thinks about him. None. What anybody thinks. If he walks away tomorrow, what is what repercussions are there? Well, you, be? you know why he doesn't care about his legacy. Bothered. Clearly not. Well, he's got a ring already. In, in fairness, he's got a but ring already. Think, okay, all star games. Do you think that Matt? He has a ring. Does it matter to him that he has a ring? You it, think he it cares? May or may not. He, too, he doesn't give two craps about having a ring. Maybe he's just regretting the decision to sign with uh, with the Angels. That well, everything that was has his gone decision. south for him. Absolutely, he didn't he took have the to money sign there. Took he, the money. He, we ran after the money. It's not like it's not like he gives anything to go and play for the Angels. You know what he should do? He should, but, but but again, he should walk away. But he's not going to. Why won't he walk away? Because he's going to give away the money. Because he wants the Absolutely. money. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Pete in Lindenhurst wants to talk about this. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good. How you doing? Good. Uh, you talk about den of honesty all the time. Rendon's just being honest. Why is that a problem? Because it's such an awful look. It's such a it's such a uh, it's dreadful look. look. Half the, when you're honest, it's an awful look a lot of the times. So I respect you for it. Yeah, but you, but I'm I'm a talk show host. Like I'm I'm paid to give my opinion to to you know find interesting ways to entertain people. That's not Anthony Rendon. The only way he's entertaining somebody I mean, is getting he's, hits and doing what he's doing on the field or supposed to do on the field. Right. He it's a job. It is a job. What about uh, the Joker? Said the same thing after he won the championship. Uh, and and people crucified him for it. Remember. When he's like, I don't. Do I have to go to the parade? Yeah. Y- yes. Part of your responsibility, you, you jackasses. You got to go to the parade. The NBA. He, he, he's still one of the best players in the NBA. He still does his job well. But Jokic is awesome and shows up and is great. Rendon, I, you know, you wouldn't even know where he played anymore. Rendon hasn't played in three years. He's always hurt. All right. So he's hurt, but that's not. If you got hurt and you couldn't, your voice got hurt and you couldn't do your job, should we crucify you for it? But you know what? I I, I love this job and I would do anything. And there have been days when I probably shouldn't have worked, where I dig deep Dave, and I find a way to work. You're you're blessed, right? Because ninety nine percent of the people out there working every day don't love their job. I'd rather be playing baseball for a living, but I, I do IT. That's fine. I like my job. I show up every day. I work. But I'd rather be doing something else. I, I totally That's get that. Totally so you you have you have zero issue with what he said. He's being honest. I wish everybody was honest. You know these poor guys. Listen, but I, but, but I, Pete, I let, let me ask you this: Why why say anything? Like even if you don't want him to lie, I can get it. But was it necessary to sit there and say baseball job for me? I could take it or I can leave it. I. Listen, I agree with you. If you want, that's how they should play the game. But I'm calling you out because you, you know, you brag about your den of honesty, and I love you guys, and I love you for that. And you, you tell it like it is, which is great. And because somebody else said it, it's a problem. No, but it's un- it was un- it's unnecessary. And and his job is not to entertain, right? In the in, in the locker room, he's not, his job is not to entertain to the reporters. That's my my job is to try to listen. Any yo yo can sit here and talk sports for four hours a morning. I think what we do is make it entertaining in some of the, the the things and the antics that we do. Pete said he did IT, right? Right. I want to see if he had some time in his schedule to come by and make and that fix computer. your computer. Yeah, exactly. 
Wouldn't you think someone here would come fix the computer? Well, I, you would hope, but it hasn't happened. Right. So I think the last time I sat in that seat over there, it, it, it was working. I don't well, know I hear every day from Rick how that doesn't work and what's the problem. It's but he doesn't want to sit over here. No. This one's a little better. Not, but mine is working great. Yeah, that's a good computer. It's a quality it's a, it's computer. A beautiful computer. I'm going to use it tomorrow. Use whatever you want. Yeah. You're going to get in here before me, and you're going to use it tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's real classy of you. That's what I do. Mike, so what do you think Mike Trout thinks when he hears Rendon be like, I don't really Ooh. love baseball. You think he wants to punch him in the face? I'm here with my family. <laughs> yeah, let's hear from Mike Trout. You want to hear from Mike yeah. Trout? Here, here's Mike Trout. He doesn't want to be traded from the Angels. I think the biggest thing right now is I think the easy way out is just ask for a trade. There might be a time, maybe, really haven't thought about this, but, you know, when I signed that contract, I, I'm loyal. You know, I want to win the championship here. The overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is bigger satisfaction, bailing out and just taking the easy way out. So that's why been my mindset. Maybe down the road if some things change, but that's been my mindset ever since the trade speculations, you know, came up. So that's where I'm at. So, so you got one guy, it's like, I want to stay here. I, I desperately want to win. It means so much to me. And the other guy, like, eh, baseball, whatever. Well, he left the door open, though. You heard him. Maybe one day down the road. I, I, I and get that it. down but the road you, could be this but year. you could hear one guy doesn't give two you-know-whats. The other guy is desperate to win. There's no way Mike Trout finishes his career in Anaheim. There's no. No way. Nor should he. I what mean, we're wasting disaster. his career in Anaheim now. Absolutely. All right. Mike Tannenbaum had a, I mean, after he joined us this morning, which was a couple hours ago, he came out and had a, a wild trade. Giants trading everything not nailed down right. to try to get Caleb Williams. Would you do something like that? 1-800-919-3776. DNR with you on a Tuesday on 98.7 ESPN. Now, getting engaged will be one of the most exciting times of your entire life. And the winning team at London Jewelers is there to help you pop the question. The cutting-edge technology and trained professionals at London Jewelers can help you select a ring from their 2 by London collection or design the absolute perfect ring at any budget. So whether you're starting out or starting over, let the engagement experts at London Jewelers help you. Visit London Jewelers at any of their seven locations, including Americana, Manhasset, and the Mall at Short Hills. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. We talked about things that, in retrospect, you don't even remember that we talked about. Hello? What, yeah, go ahead. No, I, gotta, I, I just I saw <laughs> a text even, from somebody. I'm sorry. I said we talked about things that, in retrospect, you don't even remember that did we did not even remember. Because yeah. I even asked, I said, "Did we talk about this again?" We did. RJ, oh, he says to me ten minutes ago. He goes, "You know, we didn't talk about the Nets at all." I said, "We did talk about the Nets." He's like, "No, I don't think so." I don't. I said, "Don't you remember that it, it bled into like the Albert this, King Buck Williams?" These, like, these last thirty seconds have not been a good referendum for you, Dan. I got to tell you. Yeah, you're falling apart. <laughs> Easily distracted. Do you have uh, ADD? Oh, hundred percent. Do you think you really do? No. Why would I lie about that? Do you take a medicine for it? No. Should you? Maybe. Have you been diagnosed? No, no it? diagnosis. So it's a self-diagnosis? Self-diagnosis. You can't do yeah. that. Others have. See a physician. <laughs> no, so I'm serious. Have someone, maybe they can give you a medicine that you would be more like capable of paying attention. No, but I pay attention pretty well. I, I told you. I just it's like the a, third I, time today I've said something I and I'm not sure whether it registers. and then message that who, I wasn't sure. You know what? Yeah. Bring it to the table. Who texted you? Anthony. Anthony Pusick. Yes. What did he want? He so, wanted, you know, because I mentioned the computer. Anthony, and he wanted to know about the computer. Anthony, uh, RJ, can you get involved here? You see what he did? Anthony texts him during the meat of the show, and he finds it necessary to, to, to read it and then respond without paying attention to I me. I think Anthony passed away. A little better at the end of the year where he had a little bit of length, too. 
RJ? We've come unraveled here on the final segment. <laughs> no, 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 no. This we, is a sports show. We we have not come unraveled. Dan is mailing it in now. Ma- wow. You wow. Are, wow, like post office mailed no, it you know, in. You know what it's like? That's never been a top priority for me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. I'm Anthony he's, Rendon. He's Anthony Rendon. Whoa. Dan Rendon. No, that's not true. <laughs> I wish I had his money. That's never been a top priority for me. That's this what he is. is. You should. Yeah, I, I asked him a question. He's knee deep in his phone. I that gave was, you how many answers? It's happened like three times today. I don't want to bring it up. This one was the most egregious. When, when did it happen other times? I don't remember the exact times. Then it didn't it, happen. It did. Can't, if, if it was so, tomorrow, I'm calling if it was him so out. egregious. Tomorrow I'm calling him out. If it was so egregious, he would have pointed it out. So Anthony texts you about that computer, computer over there. Yeah, I and said, it couldn't have waited till 10 o'clock. Well, no, God forbid, because they use this show, and or they use the studio, and they need the computers. Oh, right. That's why. God forbid the, the, God forbid. the princes don't have their yeah. computers working. And he said, by the way, he thinks maybe it just needs to get restarted. A, a little reboot. Yeah. Which uh, I don't even know how to reboot, though. Oh, no, you could do it on the screen. So right? you saw the trade, the outlandish trade from Mike Tenenbaum. Yes, I actually screenshotted it and took a picture and sent it to you. Remember that? Yeah, I was around I, for I, that. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, You're welcome, wh- by the why way. Why don't you walk through the trade again for the people? Can I open my phone? Is that a right, teacher? Yeah. Listen, okay. I don't think you should start texting people not involved with the show, but opening your phone and reading it. Giants, be get great. The, Giants get the number one overall pick. All right, so that's going to be for Caleb Williams. Now, cool. is this just... His wild opinion? Yes, it's or a is proposal. There, is there any meat to the bone here that he thinks this could potentially happen? It's a proposal. Okay. Just like all the other yo-yo stuff that he said over the last two days and we called him out on when he was on the show earlier today. By the way, he's got Steph Diggs on the, on the move. What does that say? Steph, Steph Diggs, Steph to, the Diggs to the Bears for Tyreek Stevenson. Why? So basically they said, hey, Mike, <laughs> you know, it's a slow week. We need you to come up with the most He's crazy, crazy, outlandish trade proposals on our show Steph just to Diggs keep people tuning in. Yeah, all right, so walk me through the trade. Right. So Giants get the number one overall pick. In return, the Giants are sending the Bears their first round pick, which yeah. is sixth overall. Of course. They're also sending them their second round pick this year, or a second round pick this year. The number one pick next year. Their second round pick next Trent year. Trent McDuffie on the move. And oh, by the way, Trent, McD- yeah, Trent McDuffie is great. Yeah, let's trade him to the Dolphins for Jalen Watt. I yeah. mean, what the hell is this? And K- uh, and also Kayvon Thibodeau part of that. So deal. you're giving... Four I- draft choices and Kayvon Thibodeau. So I consider Thibodeau to be a, a first round... I mean, he's a first well, he round was. pick. So, yeah. so three ones and two twos. Correct. Well, if you want to just say two ones, two twos, and Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, wh- he's somebody tangible. He's a human. Right. He's wow. a thing. So that I, I, feels like... Here's the thing. I mean, come on. Like, but, but here's the thing. If they draft Caleb Williams and he turns out to be an absolute star, you will not look back at this and say, the Giants got raked over the coals. You'll look back at this and say, what a great trade that was. And as we've proven, because we did it earlier in the show. It was a nice exercise. It, it was a great exercise. It was like planking. Uh, 50-50, basically. Yeah. Right? In the last 20 years, it's about 50-50. 50-50. And even of the positive 50%, some of those were not stars, right? Like we were un, we we did we left it open ended with Jared Goff. Like some of those you looked at, and you're like Alex Smith, right? Mario Williams. No, I mean you could go back to the John Elways and the Bruce Smiths and the, right. and the you know Bo Jacksons and the Troy Aikmans and the I mean Orlando Pace and Peyton Manning. I mean Jeff George. I wouldn't go back to Jeff George. That's that's just me. Uh. I wonder what the so so let's two thousand just mm-hmm. the quarterbacks is the top pick. Mm-hmm. So Michael Vick is one for one. Carson Palmer's two for two. David Carr's two for three. Eli's three for four. Alex Smith, we said yes. 
At least is, is four for five. Jamarcus Russell's no, four for six. I don't think we six. said yes for Smith. Did I we? think we did. Yeah, Matthew Stafford's five for seven. Sam Bradford's five for eight. Cam Newton six for nine. Lux seven for ten. Winston seven for eleven. Golf. What we said? No, still too early. Seven for eleven. Mayfield still seven for eleven. Kyler Murray seven for eleven. Joe Burrow's a hit. It's yeah. eight for twelve. And then Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. We don't know. Bryce Young. We don't know. Yeah. So eight for twelve. So when you do solely quarterbacks, you're hitting at a two thirds clip. Well, the thing about Trevor Lawrence, though, I think, is it too early to already make a determination that he's not going to be the second coming, which a lot of people thought it was swore that he was going to be? Too early. Still too early? I mean... Yeah, but wouldn't it have happened already? Three years? If he... If, no, I'm well, talking... Year, well, year he was, one was the lost cause. Right. Well, he was supposed to be, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread. I think it's fair to say he's not going to be a top three quarterback in football, but do I think you can win a Super Bowl with Trevor Lawrence? I'm not sure you can't. So I think I think it's still open-ended. Mm-hmm. I think it's still open-ended. Let's go to Ish in Croton Falls. Hi, Ish. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so about the Giants trade, not only would I do it if I was a Giants, if I was the Bears, I wouldn't even take that offer. Um, and hear me out of my reasoning. If the goal is to win a Super Bowl, I think we've seen that the two best options are either get a superstar quarterback or build your roster like the 49ers. I think building a roster like the 49ers is harder to do. But don't you take the chance on Caleb Williams? I mean, if you if you truly sit down and you're, and you're Shane and you're Dable and you say, we wholeheartedly think this guy is going to be a star in this league, like he's going to be Andrew Luck, he's going to be Joe Burrow, he's going to be Patrick Mahomes, I think you do it. Yeah, but again, the example that he gave, that Ish gave, about the 49ers, the only reason the 49ers are doing what they did because once in a blue moon, you step into it like they did, and they're winning with the last pick in the draft Well, at the quarterback that's position. That's for starters, and secondly, they don't pay that guy. But that's so, why. Yeah. So they can afford to spend big money on you know, And how do you all think the Seahawks guys? built a borderline dynasty team once upon a time? Because Russell Wilson was a third-round pick. a borderline dynasty team. They won one Super Bowl. They should have won two in a row. But, but they didn't. Because of one play. But Okay, but they didn't. That's why I said borderline dynasty. But I don't think it's borderline. They were a play away from winning back, back-to-back. So they won it, a Super Bowl. If you are back-to-back champs, that's not a dynasty? They, did, they were not dynasty. They were a pl- I said borderline. No. I prefaced it with borderline. RJ, Seahawks borderline dynasty. Oh, my gosh. Like It was literally a play that cost them two straight Super Bowls. They didn't win. And I'm not talking about a, a play in week seven. It was in the Doesn't damn game. Doesn't matter. They didn't win. RJ, I mean, you hate the you hate the Seahawks borderline dynasty. Is back-to-back definitely a dynasty? Yeah. That's but they didn't they even call- get back-to-back. Right. But even if they were. No, they're not. See? Were the Broncos a dynasty? The, the Shanahan, Elway, Terrell Davis dynasty? That's Di- considered a, dy- a dynasty. No. I feel like a dynasty is three. Yeah. Back to back, it's got to be three. It's got to be three. Well, I, but I thought we've lowered the standards. No, two. no, you, we lowered, you, lowered your standards. you lowered standards. Yeah, your, your, your standards are lowered. Mine are not. Raymond, today's three stars. Number three. Uh, shout out to uh, Anthony Rendon. That's never been a top priority for yeah. me. This Baseball. is a job. Baseball's not a priority. It's a job. He cares well, that about... was Rendon or that was Grasa? I'm sorry. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good call. Uh, you, know, you know probably appreciates that, though, putting faith and family above all else. Brian Kelly. I'm here with my family. It was just an excuse to play that drop. Number two. You know why I love this program so much? You learn things. Maybe you learn things that you forget that you learned in the previous hour like Dan had with the Nets. Uh, maybe you learn a little, little Spanish on this program. Nosotros. Somos good. Bien. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two. 
or maybe a little Juan Soto. The end of the day, we gotta we gotta put our egos away. I enjoy that one a lot. But he wanted to say egos. He wanted why to, say, he, why listen, to switch up and go egos. English is a second language for him. I can tell you this. My, my mother is a United States citizen for 50 years. She still messes up words just like that. So, mm. Number one. Oh, uh, hot takes. You know how I feel about hot takes, especially when they come from Mike Tannenbaum. But, you know, it's all worth it if you can get Dave fired up. I think he's a perfect fit in Dallas. I think Tony Pollard was. Kill me. Honestly, my- <laughs> take me and push me off somewhere. Fun show on a Tuesday, boys. That was nice. It really was. It was a fun one. It's rule a 76. No excuses. Play like a champ. It's Grass of Rothenberg. And even in Spanish, it's Carpe Omnia on 98.7 ESPN. A little better at the end of the year where he had a little bit of length, too. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.